much do you spend from your paycheck in about 100 days? The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet. The federal government is on pace to spend over $1 trillion per every 100 days. Are Speaker Johnson and congressional Republicans doing anything about it? Enough is enough. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the five minute focus for episode 70, hour one. What's the title? What's it? What it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that vote fraud. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. And this is the five-minute focus. You can think of it as a quick look ahead to episode 70, hour two. Oh, yeah, about that widespread vote fraud that didn't happen in the safest, most secure election in history. Rush Limbaugh, God rest him, used to tell us the Democrats were champions at accusing others of doing exactly that which they were doing. And Saul Alinsky used to say, accuse your opponent of doing the very thing you do so that when your opponent steps back and says, you're doing this, you can say, ah, come on. You're just you're, you're just projecting. Well, it seems that the orders have gone out from the leftist portion of the party to compare Ukraine to the United States, specifically to the uh, the alleged uh, concern with voting rights in the United States. Chuck Todd, you know, to me. This moment of Bloody Sunday and what we're seeing in Europe, there is a connection. It's a fight for freedom. It's a fight for democracy. And, and Rev, it's a, it's a statement I thought we would hear from the president on Tuesday that connected the two. He didn't quite do that. So when he says Rev, he's talking to uh, Al Sharpton, who still gets to call himself a reverend and such because he's very reverential. So Chuck Todd's on the talking points that it's, man, this, our, our democracy's under attack like in Ukraine, but by what? Well, Tiffany Cross over at MSNBC. Yeah, and you, you know, there are some through lines here. You know, I look at what's happening uh, in, in Ukraine and I see, you know, democracy can be a fragile thing and it feels a bit fragile in America right yeah, now. Yeah, she goes on to talk about this certain element of society that seems so very, very fragile to her. Jay Inslee, the dictator of Washington State. They just want to, they've always wanted to follow Donald Trump. That's the central problem here. Who first said this was going to be over by Easter. Then he told us you can take horse deworming products and has always diminished our ability and who refused to help the state of Washington when I asked him to help. And the Republicans in this state have followed him and continue to follow him and continue to refuse to stand up to his coup attempt. Now, by the way, that was a question about the COVID flu and Inslee maintaining his dictatorial grip on the former state of Washington. He's also comparing Ukraine to the United States. Also back there now saying once again, it was a coup attempt. Another one. And this is from MSR. Pardon me. This is from ABC, The View. Well, let me get to that one in a second. Let me start here. This is another MSNBC guest. And did you know 
that we're right back to where we started in the 2020 election or the run up to it. I do want to say Tucker Carlson is now conveniently condemning Putin, saying this is his fault. But we can see very clearly where he was uh, initially with uh, right wing extremists having an entire network to espouse these kind of extremist beliefs and supporting uh, essentially an enemy of the United States. What does that mean for us? Because there are it's not that they're saying these things. It's that the huge audience they have that consumes these things. Yeah, and it's the endurance of that audience and the fact that they've been doing this, um, you know, for such, uh, you know, for such a long time. Trump was installed. Oh, he was installed. Got it. So we're right back to the election was stolen. And she goes on to talk about some specific techniques the Russians used to steal the election. Well, over at MSNBC, they have great, great love for the Constitution. The Constitution is kind of trash. We'll get into that. Oh, the vote fraud? Oh, oh yeah, that? Mm, no, there's been no coverage of that. Is it happenstantial? Is it rumors? Notes from anonymous tweeters? No, it's not. It's... Two articles based upon a special counsel investigation, a retired Supreme Court justice in the state of Wisconsin who found himself some widespread vote fraud, including bribery. And it's not making the news. I remember when special counsel investigations were sacrosanct and where people like retired FBI directors were saints who floated above the water. We'll talk about the widespread vote fraud. And we'll talk about how they did it and what we can do to try to stop it. And we'll also, of course, give homage and respect to the only entity who can straighten this all out. That's God Almighty. So we'll talk then. Right now, let's go spend some time with the Lord. The Supreme Court rejects 14th Amendment arguments for kicking Trump off the ballot. The Biden administration admits secretly flying 320,000 illegals into the country last year. And some unhinged never-Trumpers want to ruin the lives of people seeking a no-labels third-party candidate. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.